Welcome to our podcast, Inside SAP S4HANA. There is no customer success without product success and project success. In our last episode, I already mentioned that we will have another IRPA episode. So last time we had invited Marie von Kreim and she talked about successful IRPA projects. So she and her team already discussed with us on IRPA and the projects that they are driving. And she did share some really nice experience also from her projects. So today we will talk to her colleague, Yong Kang Ang, who is also a product specialist for SAP S4HANA. But with him, we are going to talk about some bots that are most used by our customers. And we will especially look into the area of procurement and manufacturing and supply chain. So without further ado, let me welcome Yong. Nice to have you on the call today, Yong. Yeah, nice to, have, uh, nice to meet you too. Thanks for inviting me to the call. And thank you for dropping by. So before we get started, and also as a little warm-up for me, as we have never been in touch before, can you maybe share some fun facts about you or some things that uh, I and maybe also most of the audience doesn't know about you yet? Yeah, sure. Um, so, well, I joined SAP in 2014, right after my studies in Germany, uh, first as an industry specialist um, in telecommunications. And uh, after that, uh, I took a technology track for a good amount of my time and, and spent a lot of time in database and data technologies within SAP, uh, where I work on uh, SAP HANA, basically the platform that drives uh, the S4 solution. And I've also spent some time working in the cloud infrastructure department within SAP, so uh, basically spending some time in the data centers. Uh, before SAP, I was actually doing big data analytics in the telecoms industry in Singapore. That's where I'm from. And um, the way I look, like to see myself is, um, you know, I'm a little bit more uh, a prof more of a professional in data engineering. And um, my passion is actually trying to see how data is uh, actually helping to power automation, such as like um, robotic process automation, especially within core technologies in S4. And that's my current focus uh, within SAP today. Thank you for providing these insights. So do you also want to share something private with us? Yeah, um, I'm actually quite, um, so privately, I'm actually quite active and I do a lot of sports. Um, and personally, I really love being outdoors, uh, especially in the sea. Um, unfortunately, I think in this past few weeks, we have the uh, situation with the coronavirus, and um, which I believe is quite tough for many of us. But uh, I seriously hope that the situation will improve uh, for us and also our listening audience in the upcoming weeks. Definitely, definitely. I couldn't agree more, uh, especially in these times. We all need to be aware and um, stay healthy ourselves. So really do our best. And I guess the podcast format comes uh, handy for quite a lot of us. So I hope people are enjoying also listening to our podcast episodes here. Mm -hmm. Okay, Young, uh, in your role, um, as you said, um, you are working a lot with data, but you're also working closely with customers. So do you see a trend into which our customers would like to go with IRPA? Yeah, so um, so far from the customers that we're working with, uh, we're seeing a lot of them actually exploring use cases in production and supply chain. Um, and quite a lot also who are asking for use cases uh, in finance procurement area. 
Um, so I think at our at our end, uh, we generally work with customers to uh, analyze their usage data. And uh, by analyzing those usage data, we also realize that most of the customers, they are looking to leverage uh, RPA to help process their increasing volumes of supplier invoices, production orders, and also material items, as well as like various other um, um, items uh, that, that uh, and documents within S4. Uh, just to give an example, we actually had one customer recently who was looking at creating and replicating material master data. And um, given that, you know, new material line items, uh, they are not that different from existing ones. And almost 90% uh, of the attributes or data fields uh, are pretty much similar to an existing line item that's already existing within the system. So for the customer, creating a new material item, uh, in this case especially, is uh, extremely time consuming, considering that you know uh, the user himself has to manually fill in each data field. And um, each data, most of the data sets are actually quite similar to uh, uh, the existing um, line item that's already in the system. So assuming like, you know, uh, if you have 70,000 materials and um, you as the clerk, you need to create a minimum of 10 new items a day, this actually becomes a real challenge, um, a real manual effort challenge uh, on the customer side. Um, among other customers that we are also working with, uh, we've also heard of use cases where pricing or forecasting data um, are actually being done out of screen, uh, out of S4 screen on a main Excel. And uh, these customers, they were looking to use RPA as, um, as a way to access a bridge between the Excel template and also the uh, backend S4 system. So um, the, the story is like, uh, instead of having an employee to sit there and manually enter the, the inputs uh, back into S4, um, this could now ideally be done automatically and um, uh, using RPA. And also uh, this can help really like uh, cut down the amount of time that's needed for processing and also like eliminate like manual efforts as well as effort. Um, actually, this is one of the more uh, requested use cases uh, which you get from customers. And um, if there are no stand bots to solve, solve this, usually we try also with customers um, on developing a custom bot to accompany those standard bots uh, using the desktop studio. Okay, so basically um, the goal is really to reduce the manual efforts here. Exactly, yeah. Okay, so if you say you do uh, aim for a reduced uh, manual efforts, could you explain for like for a normal employee, so to say, for example, in finance or procurement, how will RPA exactly change their day-to-day -day activities then? Yeah, so in the area of procurement um, for let's consider like purchase orders. Um, we're actually seeing numbers um, uh, from an average of like 6,000 uh, purchase orders uh, in some customers to a high of 60, even 60,000, depending on the industry. So um, these purchase orders, they uh, need to be created and also processed. So if you think about it, that's um, uh, if you consider um, a, a calendar year with 261 working days, that's equivalent of like 20 to two, almost 200 purchase orders that you or the department need to purchase, uh, process per day. So imagine if you're a purchasing department and you have like five to seven employees, this, this actually takes up um, a lot of time. And uh, by using one of the bots that we already have uh, currently in our bot store uh, to handle purchase order confirmations, uh, we believe that you know the entry of purchase confirmation details out of a supplier supplier's email response. Um, this can now be automated. And uh, also, again, in procurement, we also have certain RPA bots that basically enable the automatic uploading of supply invoices. 
not just uh, to confirm those POs. So a customer can now easily set up, uh, for example, an, um, a general email inbox account and uh, inform all the suppliers that this is the uh, inbox where all supplier inboxes uh, should be sent. And the bot can actually be programmed to basically uh, automatically start, start uploading the invoices uh, in whichever format, PDF or JPEG, into uh, our S4 system. Uh, so this step is being done automatically. So essentially, the employee can now basically focus on just reviewing those draft entries uh, created in S4 by the bot. And the employee himself or herself, she can uh, basically focus on approving them. And this skips the manual upload process altogether. Um, using maybe an example from a discrete manufacturer that we are working with. So even if it's like uh, 2000 supply invoices per year, which they process, um, and I believe it doesn't sound much as compared to some customers, this actually amounts to like five to seven invoices a day that the net needs processing and uh, not forgetting like, you know, the inefficiencies that usually would arise if the invoice is uh, left is unread or uh, it's pr probably missing in a busy inbox. Uh, coming over now to finance, uh, for a finance executive, uh, there are also like bots available that can help like automate the sending of email notification to customers. Um, for example, when there is a dispute. Uh, so basically we talk, we're talking right now about dispute handling. So this is important because like as more businesses today, they are evaluated more and more based on their responsiveness and customer orientation. You kind of want to ensure that uh, you as the company, you respond to a customer or supplier immediately when there's a dispute uh, created in, uh, within the system as for in this case. And uh, this process uh, ideally should not take uh, a few days later after the executive has worked through its backlog. Um, and you know you kind of want to respond to the customer right away. So with this bot, uh, basically this helps reduce the time and frustration experienced by the customer. And uh, nowadays, uh, which is very important, this can actually indirectly affect metrics such as like uh, net promoter scores. Um, all in all, it's all, it's all about releasing the procurement and finance executives um, away from repetitive workflows, uh, as you mentioned, you know, manual effort um, and basically allowing them to really focus on more important tasks, uh, such as dispute handling, investigations, making approvals and also like exception handling. So um, with the bots, uh, our vision is actually all about trying to make the day to day workflows a lot more efficient for our customers. That is quite interesting. And I would also expect that the bigger the company, probably also the higher the manual efforts on their side, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, okay. um, yeah, for every customer, I think um, um, even though you may have like, let's say, dozens or hundreds of employees, uh, but if the workflow is extremely manual, we are talking a lot about uh, the skill of inefficiency that, um, you know, can actually be addressed by automation. Mm hmm. So aside from the uh, current automation use cases uh, that you talked about, where do you see the future general uh, heading for automation? Yeah, so um, at SAP, I think our focus um, um, is actually trying to help enterprises uh, to build up uh, the intelligent enterprise. So in this, uh, in this mind frame, we are trying to reimagine how workflows can actually be improved. So aside from RPA, which basically helps uh, relieve uh, repetitive tasks uh, for our customers, we're also focusing heavily on machine learning and also like uh, conversational AI chatbots. 
So from our perspectives, um, partly also due to like uh, the growing digital nativeness of our, our end users. Uh, we are actually seeing a spillover of the B2C consumer experience now into the B2B enterprise technology space. And uh, this is what uh, a growing number of actually um, more digitally native users are increasingly expecting. So on this note, um, if I can maybe just imagine an example, a real thought leading um, example use case would be possibly combining all three cutting edge technologies together. For example, if you are creating a new PO, uh, these can be searched maybe using conversational voice and uh, a notification can be sent to the user right away for his action, perhaps also via machine learning or situation handling. And let's just say upon approval of the PO, the RPA bot can now kick into action, extracting data out of a, a, a one-dimensional PDF sheet uh, using optical character recognition and entering the details into the S4 system. So basically, you're, you're taking away the uh, human effort over here. Or maybe just another example in dispute management again. So an, uh, and a machine learning algorithm can pick out maybe the company filing the dis filing the dispute and send an email immediately using RPA with a link to an online chatbot to resolve with the customer common disputes or even capture new information from him uh, during escalations. So this greatly helps to reduce the workload and also improve the customer service uh, through the improved response time for the company overall. So the bottom line is like um, the fluidity between uh, all these intelligent technologies is how we as SAP, I think uh, uh, we envision future workloads uh, to be. And uh, this goes beyond today's point and click uh, way of uh, operating the system. Okay, I hear uh, that the future will not be boring for you, huh? Yes. A lot that you're going to be working on. <laughs> That's keeping us busy, yeah. Okay, so for our audience listening in today, where can they go for more information? Yeah, so um, you can definitely go to blogs.sap.com and uh, search for RPA. And definitely you'll find a lot of uh, really helpful hints uh, over there. And you can also use this to expand your community of uh, fellow RPA, uh, RPAers. And in addition, for those looking to get started, you can actually start by visiting sap.com slash IRPA. Um, we also have three courses right now on OpenSAP uh, at open.sap.com. And for those looking to learn, you know, definitely we encourage them to head over there and uh, get get through the go through the rich material that we have, including uh, maybe podcasts such as uh, this one. And for those uh, maybe customers who already have RPA deployed in their S4 environments, uh, we also like to let them know that there will be a new bot store uh, available pretty soon on the RPA Cloud Factory. Uh, which is running on the SAP Cloud Platform, and they can actually download and deploy these use cases to um, to explore. So definitely go ahead and uh, try them out. Um, and lastly, if anyone's interested, they can also uh, reach out to us at uh, frontrunner at sap.com, and uh, we can definitely work with them to do value discovery workshops, and we'll be happy to hear from them. Thank you so much for taking your time and for being with us today, Young. It was really nice okay. chatting with you. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. And, uh, so, nice to uh, talk to you today too. Yeah. Yeah. Really nice getting to know each other via podcasting remotely in <laughs> these days. <laughs> in these days. So <laughs> we all hope you enjoyed the deep dive on IRPA and uh, some of the most used bots that you got to know. So if you want to engage with the team uh, around Young, then as he said already, drop them an email via frontrunner at sap.com. And if you'd like to engage with us from the podcast team, drop us an email via insightsforsap.com. 
And also feel free to share your feedback or um, say your wishes for the topics that you would like to hear covered. And tune in next time and be inside SAP S4HANA.